Welcome to the Future of Consumer and Retail podcast by SAP. I'm Matt Gardner, here with my colleagues Harris Fogel and Paul Larson, all of us part of SAP's Consumer Products Advisory Practice. In this episode, the first in a series on reimagining consumer products, we're going to be discussing the five strategic priorities that are top of mind for every consumer product CEO, sharing key insights so you can find your most resilient path forward. So Harris, Paul, as this is the first time on the podcast, why don't you introduce yourselves so the audience can get to know your backgrounds a little better? Harris, why don't we start with you? Thanks, Matt. Harris Fogel. I have had the great fortune of being part of the CPG industry for the majority of my career, starting Procter & Gamble. was introduced into technology. It was SAP close to a decade now. Fortunate to lead the CPG business unit and help our customers improve their business processes and transform digitally. Look forward to the opportunity to spend time today. Thanks so much, Harris. Paul, how about you? Hi, Matt. Glad to be here with you today. And Harris, my name is Paul Larson. I'm an industry executive advisor for SAP. I spent 25 years in the consumer products industry. My first job out of college, selling Pepsi up and down the street in Austin, Texas. So lived the life of a consumer product salesperson and then moved up in, in really every line of business in the beverage industry. It's interesting to see the changes in this industry. We're going to talk a lot about those today. It's going to be exciting. So thanks, Matt. Look forward to the chatting. Thanks so much, Paul. Let's talk about the big picture, what executive boards and private equities in the consumer industry are focused on. Experts have gotten clear that there are five key areas. So why don't we walk through each of these one by one? They include growth, margin, cash, people, and sustainability. Harris, why don't we start with growth? Could you expand on that a bit for the audience? The good news is, as we spend time with our customers, we get a chance to understand what's on the minds of CEOs on a global basis. One of the top things, and this is no surprise, is the topic of growth. How do I continue to grow my organization? What new products should I introduce? What's happening with channels and consumer purchasing behaviors? Are there M&A opportunities to allow me to grow? These are some of the things that are on the top of minds. If you read any chairman's letter or CEO's letter in the annual reports, you're going to hear this consistently. Thank you, Harris. This sounds like a really great topic for us to do a deep dive on in another episode on the podcast. Paul, what about margin improvement? Could you speak a little bit to that particular pillar? Margin improvement is focused on many different components of your business. If you're selling materials, goods, services to the consumer, you got to understand how to do that profitably. We've always tried to trim more costs out of the business year after year. And there comes to a point to where there's not a lot of margin to cut. So you got to understand what are the levers to control margin and to improve margin within your enterprise. With the new technologies that are available, that's how our customers are winning. That's how our consumers are getting the best price. That's how our retail partners are making the most money they can and the most margin on delighting the consumer. So margin's a huge topic. It can be sliced and diced in any different area of the company, but really you got to have the insights to be able to understand where those opportunities are, Matt. Thank you, Paul. This really leads into the next one, which is cash. And again, Harris, could you speak a little bit to how cash is really taking a key role right now in the current state of the market? As we're improving our margins, hopefully we're generating more cash. 
Also, as we're growing, hopefully we're generating more profits. The pandemic offered some interesting insights since product was flying off the shelves without being promoted. There was the ability for many consumer packaged goods companies to cut back on their trade promotion spend, which then resulted in more cash on hand. The question is, what do you do with this cash and how do you leverage that to be more dynamic, profitable, high growth? Do you just preserve it and build up your war chest for a rainy day? Or do you invest in tools, systems, technologies, equipment, et cetera, that's more automated, more efficient, allows you to operate leaner and more effectively? Do you use the cash to acquire for growth? Cash is a key input into how to create a best on CPG company. Thanks, Harris. Pivoting over to the fourth pillar here, Paul, can you speak a little bit to the human element? how people in these organizations matter more than ever in the consumer products industry. Yes, certainly, Matt. So people, wow, people are what makes a company. It is the bedrock to any organization's success. Focused on workforce needs through technology is what we're seeing the resilient companies get ahead in today's consumer products industry. You've got to have the right enablement to be able to make our workforce empowered under the right environment to keep the excitement and the productivity levels up, give them the right tools to be able to have the insights to do the best they can in positions they are, and then automate the rest. It is the bedrock to any organization's success. Thank you, Paul. And so I guess let's round this out with the fifth pillar, which is sustainability. Harris, could you talk about why that's becoming an imperative for so many executives? What's happening within the consumer goods industry and even broader within industry is the fact that governments are recognizing that they need to do a better job of being responsible to their constituents and to the world and to the environment. So we're seeing Things like plastic taxes arise around the world that manufacturers need to pay close attention to. They need to have their house in order to be able to report properly. But more importantly, it's just the right thing to do to be responsible to the world, to have a circular economy, and to reuse what you take out of the environment in a responsible way. Consumers are demanding that products are sustainable, that they're sourced properly, et cetera. And Paul, love your thoughts on what you're seeing from a sustainability perspective. Yeah, thanks, Harris. Sustainability, the term sustainability, the initiative sustainability has been around forever, but the meaning to the consumer is game-changing. If you're a consumer products company and you're not focused on what that means to your consumer, you're going to miss it because the consumer is so interested in where their products are coming from and then the products that they're consuming, how healthy are they? Are they grown or raised in an environment that's safe for them? Is the way they're grown in the way they're raised safe for the employees? It goes all the way back to product innovation. When you're developing a new product, you've got to understand what the consumer wants. And you've got to trace that all the way back to sustainability because it's going to lead to the ingredients that are being put in that recipe, whether it's a suntan lotion or a dairy product or a beverage product, any product you're considering putting in your body, sustainability is a portion of it. 
And then the disposal and that carbon footprint in everything that's involved in the concert package industry can be a real positive experience. Enterprises can make it that way for the consumer. But if they don't, the consumer has the availability to understand what they're consuming because the education is out there now. So those are some of my thoughts around sustainability with the consumer. It's going to continue to ratchet up to the top of the list in the CEO's boardroom. Thank you both so much for this episode on these priorities for CP executives. Any final thoughts in the overall picture of what we're seeing in the market and the most effective ways forward? Yeah, thanks, Matt. First of all, this is fun. As Paul and I both mentioned early on, we've been around this industry for a long time. Yes, the last 18 to 24 months have been crazier than anything I think we've ever seen in our lifetime, but they've also been exciting from a business perspective. We're seeing change happen at a rapid pace, and I love helping our customers become more effective and efficient and transform digitally. So look forward to continuing our discussions. Yeah, thanks so much, Harris. Paul, how about you? Just want to echo Harris's comments. We've all gone through a lot of change together, but I think it's brought us so much closer The meaningful conversations that I've been able to have with our customers have been more intimate because this is what draws us all together to help our companies run better. I really look forward to continuing this conversation because I see this all as the greatest opportunity that we've had in a lifetime to make the changes that we've been thinking about, but we've been nudged a little bit, right? So I think the nudging is something to embrace. So thanks, Matt. I'll turn it back over to you. Thanks so much, Paul. And that wraps up today's discussion. In this episode, we've discussed the five strategic priorities that are top of mind for every consumer product CEO. To ensure you don't miss our next episode in the series, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and connect with us on LinkedIn as we're here to support with the latest challenges in the marketplace. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to sharing again with you in the future.